Hello, hello everyone. Uh, thank you so much for coming back to listen to the stories of change. Uh, it has been really, really uh, a very long time. Uh, coming back to the stories of change, to the Change Me podcast, and this is the the last episode, the last episode uh, from the season number one of the Change Me podcast. And hopefully you you enjoyed all the episode, and this is the uh the the last episode of this year and the last episode of the first season of the change me podcast and thank you so much for 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 listening everybody and i'm very grateful for the people who are supporting the subscribers on on uh, spotify and uh, patrons on on patreon thank you so much i'm very uh, grateful on this last episode uh, we going to explore um the power of communication and words and and everything in between uh, this really uh, hit me a lot uh, when i was reflecting on the year 2016 uh, 17 when i was doing my high school uh, you remember when i was telling my story when i was living in mahama refugee camp uh, talking about how can we get the the schools and go and finish uh, the, the secondary school, secondary education we have started. It was very dark. We had no idea on how to get into those schools because they were very expensive. Most of them were boarding schools. But I had this thing in me saying, well, it will be possible. It's possible. Don't worry. And, you know, I told my friend, it's going to happen. Just keep keep working. So uh, that's when I was reflecting, when I was preparing for this episode, reflecting on what actually happened. Then I realized words really, really matters. In the communication really matters, but also the words, the word choice you use, the, the vocabularies you choose to use, negative or positive, it can impact the, the result, I would say, uh, at least in, my, uh, in my, my experience and also understanding. That's when I, I said, well, there is something in the communication. So communication really matters a lot when you're communicating with other people, but also most importantly, also when you're communicating with yourself. The words you use, what you tell to yourself, it also matters a lot. And I, I realized um, it's, it's very key when you try to communicate with um, other people because you never know what's going to happen. You communicate with people, you build relationship, keep in touch, you, 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 you create this long, long-lasting relationship. Yeah, well, I remember when I was doing my, my high school, I was under the Meso Shalom program supporting the students. But well, around 12 Burundians studying in a boarding school in, in Rwanda. And I was kind of um, representative of other students. So I had to communicate with the people who were uh, overseeing the program. If they ask the documents, you know, in the nonprofit world, when you get something, you have to recognize or you have to sign a paper or something that you have received it, you know. It's, uh, they give things but they have to prove to someone who gave them the money to implement the project that, oh, this is what we are actually using the money you gave us to. So it's clear we are doing 
this or the thing you give us the money to do. So that was the, the reason why we had to sign papers. And what happened is uh, they would ask me things and I would try uh, my best to, to give the information as soon as possible, uh, go to the uh, headmaster or the teachers and say, hey, I want to send this document to this person. I have to sign it and take a picture and send it over email or via WhatsApp, things like that. So I made their job really easy and we build kind of relationship from there. They would send things, I would get back to them as soon as possible. And we build a relationship, but also, of course, uh, when you communicate with people, you be honest, you tell the truth. And you know, from there, people get to trust you and you trust each other. And we, really, this person who was overseeing the program, we built kind of relationship. We kept in touch even when after school. We kept in touch, we kept the communication. It, it was it was also a way of uh, building connections and meeting people uh, because I was very young for sure. I did I didn't understand uh, the the uh, the benefit of having a network of knowing people. You know, you know. Currently, it doesn't matter whether you know something. Uh, what matters is if you don't know something, do you actually know someone who can do that? Who know or uh, who knows someone? Who knows someone who can do that? So it's a network of people. We are interconnected, and we need each other in in different levels. So we build that connection, and uh, was was very uh, uh, helpful. But then I uh, was was thinking, why why did we keep in touch and uh, keep the communication really, and we build kind of rapport uh, between us? But I, I reflected and found out uh, the the how we communicated, and regularly, uh, how often did we communicate? Uh, the the feedback. Uh, if I if she asked me something, how long would it take me to send it back to her? Uh, things like that. But also the kind of words we were using. I was very very optimistic guy. Um, uh, recently, I, I was listening to this uh, this podcast, and and a guy said, um, optim op op optimist optimists uh, win in the end. Eventually, they win. Or succeed, but optimists, optimists, um, or no, I mean pessimists are, are always or usually right. So I would say it doesn't matter whether you're right or wrong, it matters whether you win or you don't win. So um, I thought it's, uh, it's a very, very uh, uh, strong thing using the positive words. It's it's key when you're communicating with uh, others, but also when you communicate with yourself. This reminds me a situation. What happened in when I was uh, almost finishing up my high school? I was thinking, okay, I spent two years here in this boarding school. It was an escape, I would say, from the life in a refugee camp. But now I have to go back there. Then uh, what am I going to do? I was very confused, so I started to analyze the situation. Well, what do I have in control, actually? Because I have to leave the camp as soon as possible, because that life, it's, it's, it was very, very hard, and you couldn't see any way out. So I thought, two things. I have to get a job, and then get out of the camp, go to Kigali, go somewhere else, and stay there. 
That was one. Second, I needed to find a scholarship and then go to university. Uh, I was, uh, to begin with, I was like, I have to go to university at least, sort of find ways to go to university. And then I started analyzing what's possible actually. Uh, well, I can get a job, it's possible. I can go to university, but how? Through a scholarship. And what do I have in control actually? Then I realized I don't have in control with job-related things because I wouldn't give a job to myself. But I said, I have a control over the scholarship. How? I have to be among the best, uh, the first students to have very good grade in a refugee camp so that at least when the UNHCR have one scholarship, will be mine. Then was was a burden. Then I have to fight for that. So what I did eventually for the last three months, preparing for for the national exam, I was waking up one hour earlier uh, before others, so I can go in the class, revise the materials, read, go beyond what others were doing, and it worked for sure. It worked. I got the good grades. And eventually, I was able to get the, the scholarship. Um, when, when I finished my, my, my high school, it was like, okay, I've uh, done with my computer science, and I'm going to go to university, spend four years doing computer science and specializing in computers. But then uh, I got a scholarship, but it wasn't in computer science. But I'm a very open-minded guy. I said, well, who knows? Maybe this is the best. I want... I got this scholarship under the global education movement and I did my undergrad in management in operations and logistics. It was very, very well because I was learning more about business, more about uh, communication, more about uh, decisions and things like that, which I wouldn't be able to learn when I was doing computers. I would be focusing on codes, uh, programming languages, math and physics, things like that. But it was a stepping stone also to 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 add to my package uh, the background in computer science and also the the things I would learn in business. So it was adding something uh, to my package. Uh, really appreciated it. So I I had this conversation and I was like, okay, well, I have to to get to get out of the camp and then two solution pops up. I didn't expect to get anything from that, but I eventually thought about something and realized, oh, it can happen. Actually, it's possible. That's when I thought it's like, okay, I'm not a psychologist, but maybe if you can think of something, maybe that's an indication it's actually possible. It can can be possible. And, and trust me, for, 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 uh, for what it's worth, uh, it worked. It worked for sure. I ended up getting the scholarship. I went to spend my three years doing my undergrad, and I enjoyed it. I had good time and met different people, made connections. And for for a refugee, uh, for the people who don't understand, the best gift someone will give you, or the best gift, the best offer you will give to someone to change their life is giving them opportunities. But but most, most, mostly also giving them education. Because if you give them opportunities, well, they will be able to do, if it's a job, they will do their job. 
but it, in the end, they will always depend on you giving job to them instead of them building their capacity to be able to find jobs for them or eventually always if it's possible create a job for them so i was given this this uh, scholarship and life changing it was a game changer for me i met different people i met uh, very very brilliant people and uh, which we still keep in touch until until uh, until today and the life in our, in our refugee camp for sure in mahama refugee camp was was not easy was not easy uh, i was surrounded by by people who are desperate for sure they've lost hope they've lost themselves in a ways that i will also fall into that category as Uh, if if i don't change the the environment for, uh, for the time in 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 201718 i did not for sure understand how the environment affect someone but i was convinced no 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 this is not a good place for me or for my family i have to leave it i have to leave this place as soon as possible and i tried my best to to leave it but now when i i try to think about that time it's like yeah Uh, actually i did understand it but i didn't know i understand it that the environment affect people because i was pretty young uh, around 22 years old living in a refugee camp confused for sure i was young trying to to transition from being a little boy 19 20 years to being a man and i started taking uh, responsibilities uh, for myself and also for for my family uh, so i tried to, to put something in my mind i know this place is not good for me and it's not good for my family but let me try to find ways to get out of that so i can build a life out of this ecosystem i would say and be able to to change the mindset change the the the, the thinking change the outlook of of things so i can get another perspective because mostly people there like their future is like uh where is my next meal am i going to be able to feed myself or my family that's the thinking and how the hell can you think of something else when you are not even sure really really if you are not even sure you're going to eat dinner you're going to have lunch things like that so i was very stressing and i said no this is not the life i think i'm pretty much i don't understand the life i want or i need whatever but this is not what i want for sure i'm clear on this this is not what i want so i have to find what do i really want so it was the transition from being a boy to a man and i said i have to to change the environment so i can play i can play the game of life uh, for sure living in a in a refugee camp was something like well i know i can play and i'm sure i can try to play if i don't know how to play i can learn but the playground is not really uh, ready or is not uh, furnished for me to to play so i have to to change the environment and go out of the refugee camp because for sure one story which is <laughs> this is so funny and i it's, it was it was was very soul breaking and 
but it, I consider it funnier today. Why? Because it's it's it doesn't make any sense. I was I was it was um, two days. It was two days before my my twenty second birthday in twenty eighteen. In January, and I was trying to find uh, ways to wash my clothes, and uh, I wanted to buy a soap. Just simple soap, a bar soap, so I can be able to wash my clothes. So I looked around, and I uh, the soap I needed was um, was uh, <laughs> an equivalent of um, ten cents. Ten, uh, ten cents. You know, ten cents euro or dollar. That was that was the level of of uh, I would say. I don't know if I would use poverty. That was the level at the moment. I couldn't find 10 cents to buy a soap. And I said, look at me. I'm physically fit, for sure. I have something I can offer to people. I'm pretty good at using computers. I can write, use Excel, and make presentations, do things, A, B, C, D. I can use computers, I can do things. Let's say from my my education in, in high school. But then I was like, I, I can't even find someone to offer this. I can't even find someone to offer my skill. I can't even find somewhere to offer my physical strength. Maybe carry things and then get those eight, 10 cents or 20 cents, cents to buy a soap. I said, "This is this is it's 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 impossible." I I I told myself, "No, no, there is no way. This is not going to happen again. I have to find ways out as soon as possible." So what happened? Uh, that was in January and around April. Yeah, it was April. They this. Uh, organization they came to build a building in a, in in a Mahama refugee camp and I went there to ask for a job and uh, because they they didn't have or they well know um, bulldozers to to build to 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 make ready the place uh, so we had to dig we have to dig using our hands and some other materials the horse and everything so my hands were destroyed I, I I will never forget this these two days for sure. It was the ninth and tenth of April, twenty eighteen. So I spent the ninth, uh, in the first day doing that job, digging all all over the place, so to make ready for the foundation of the building. So my hands were really destroyed for the first day, and I was destroyed. I went home almost crying, and then the next day I went back, and then uh, in the midday, around 12, we had to go for a break, for a one-hour break, and get food and come back. So I went home and said, no, I'm not going back there. I'm destroyed enough. I'm not going back there. I'm done. When I went home, I drank water, I get some food. Then after, I said, okay, um, let me see if I can get there at least, but I'm not going to work because I'm destroyed. So I I went back there 
that place and I was, okay, let me try maybe for an hour. I tried, I tried and I finished the the rest of the the half a day that was remaining. And those two days, the ninth and tenth, they were the most difficult days of my life. I would never forget that. It was physically breaking, soul breaking for me. I I said, yeah, I I get so tired to the point that I hated myself. I said, no, maybe this is my fault. <laughs> I should have found something else. But yeah, it was it was was this kind of life. And what happened? I still convinced myself, no, 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 no. I don't like this, and there should be a way out. I have to find a way out. What happened? We've been doing that job. We we finished uh, making ready the the terrain. They built the the building. Then we continue also working there, helping the uh, we we worked as uh, les aides maçons, and we continue working there for a couple of uh, days, one month, month and fifteen days. But I said no, I have to stop. This is doing me. This isn't doing me any good. I have to stop. So what I did is I I stopped working the job and went for for a ten day boot camp. Uh, it was a, a boot camp organized by the Red Cross in Rwanda. So I went there was with uh, other young people from the refugee camp and also the young people from the host community. So we spent ten days doing some volunteer work, having some workshops. It was. Um, then what was the name of the the workshop? It was uh, uh, youth as agent of behavior change? Yeah, it was something like that. Youth as agent of behavior change it was very stimulating, um, and I met a couple of other people and learned things. But my friends were like, "Oh, you're an idiot! What the hell are you going to do there in that workshop?" And then he stopped working for at least this this money. But but I said no, it's not. It's 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 not all about the money. But the thing was, imagine working for eight days, physically exhausting job, and then you get paid. <laughs> it's, it's, it sounds insane. Get paid one a euro and fifty cents, or a one dollar fifty cents for the whole day. It's insane. Uh, for me, I didn't like the idea of getting paid that money. I said, well, it's okay. I needed it for sure. But I think it's time to stop it. It's it's not doing me any, any good. I have to stop it and look around. And then I stopped it. I went doing things, something else. Because I was thinking, no, this is not what I want. I think I have other things I would appreciate more than this. Then I continued doing, I continued looking around. So I did, I completed the, the workshop for the 10 days. And then after they finished the building in a couple of uh, months, then I went back there when they were setting up the, the, the place, putting books and computers and everything. Then in the end I saw, I saw this person, this person who was um, uh, communicating with before the person who was overseeing us I would say in the program when I was doing my high school I say oh hey how are you I'm good I'm good how are you doing good and then I said 
we we kept talking then i i said uh, kind of saying goodbye say well i'm i'm available you know i you know i did computer science if you happen to have computers around here and you need some some configuration sort of sort of things uh, i will be available and then she said oh look yes actually yes so we 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 are setting up the computers and we are planning to train uh would you be able to train other young people in using computers things like that i said yeah you know that's what i did computer science i can train other people and then what happened we have we had a conversation and i developed the the curriculum to teach other to train uh, basics of computers and using word excel and powerpoint things like that really the basic things you can teach uh, the the young people Oh, those people were people who graduated from the high school, uh, people who graduated from the universities as well, because they needed the, the skills for sure. Most of them, they didn't know how to use computers. And I, I went there, I get training people. I trained them for a couple of uh, months, uh, two months, yeah. And that's when I ended up getting a scholarship um, um, in a, in a, in a, in a month i i got this scholarship to go to to do my 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 undergrad so i went there did my undergrad but the the thing is i was doing that job i was offered a contract for two months and then i got this message from from the school oh you have been given this scholarship uh, congratulations and then I told the person you know what I have to go back to school I've been given this scholarship and she was very very happy for me say that's what I wish for you please I'm going to negotiate a contract for you so you can work until the, the end of uh, uh, until when you will go to school so I continue working there but I, all of that was I left that job I would say and went around then come back then i found a better job and continue working i was getting paid well uh, not not like getting paid a cent and <laughs> a dollar or a euro and 50 cents things like, like that i was getting paid well and i got to to get the money to use when i when i go to school buy some some things because i all of that when i was reflecting I think my my goals or my ways of of looking at life was um, very big, uh, bigger than the life I was living that time um, when I was still in high school, trying to see how to get out of the refugee camp. Uh, when I was in a refugee camp, to say, "Oh no, this is not my life for sure. I have to find a ways to get out of this." And uh, eventually, I. Everything I thought at that time, I didn't pay pretty much attention to that. But now when I tried to reflect, I was like, yeah, it's interesting. What was happening, actually? What was happening? What was happening? And, and for sure, a lot of things happened. Uh, but it, it was in a way to find a way out of this, this life. And uh, now, now, um, 2023, end of 2023, towards uh, 2024 I try to to think and look actually let me see the life in 2015 when I was in my home country and things get worse then I left the country for political reasons 
Then I went in the refugee camp, spent years, went, finished my high school, get back into the refugee camp, and then left the refugee camp, go to my, my undergrad, and then finished it, and then things continue to move. Life continue moving. I, 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 I see the life of my transformation, my life transformation as... Something is being built up. I have no idea what it is, but something is happening. And for sure, I haven't figured out my life yet, but I keep trying and I keep uh, doing things. I keep uh, trying to improve myself on a daily basis. And for sure, it's uh, it's a journey. It's a long journey from Burundi, from Burundi to Rwanda, uh, from Rwanda to just found myself in Europe uh, recently last year I mean in 2022 it's a it's a long transformation and it's a long journey uh, a lot of things happened in the meantime and a lot of things continue to happen but I keep myself always thinking no I know all will be fine in the end so I have to keep trying no matter what no matter what I keep trying I don't I I don't know what will happen, but I have to keep myself thinking positively because it really worked. It worked before, so why not? It's not going to work this time as well. So it's uh, life is not easy, uh, but uh, you can live it. Uh, when I started this podcast in in it was I think it was around April this year in 2023. The purpose was to share my my story, my story of change, my story of hope, my story of transformation, the story that I share with other millions of millions of people who've left their home. But I realized it's, it's a story that many people can relate to. It's a story of life transformation to tell you that even though you think you have a worse situation, uh, trust me, there is someone else, someone outside, someone over there, who have very, very stressing life situation more than you do, and who actually doesn't see any way out, but who keeps the head above the water, continue moving, continue trying. It's, it's a story of change. It's a story that have changed my life, and it's a story that keeps changing my life. But I also I recorded this episode as a way of keeping uh, of where I'm coming from. Maybe 10 years from now, 20, 30, who knows, 40 years from now, I'll look back and, and, and remember the whole story. Say, oh yeah, 20 years ago I, I told my story. Actually, you can, you can hear where I'm coming from and you can hear the transformation and you can see what happened or what have, what has been happening yeah i'm still in a way of figuring out the life uh, for sure it's it's not uh, an easy thing uh, because yeah you have to live the life uh, you don't know we don't know how to live but you have to live it and continue living with others in harmony and continue following your goals yeah uh, yeah um I think this is the best way to end this year, 2023, and also to end this uh, first season of the Change Me podcast. 
I thank you so much for everybody who supported me. I didn't know people would listen to the story uh, with my my prill confusing accent. <laughs> and uh, uh, but I hope I hope that people enjoyed listening to my story and would love to continue listening to so stories like this. And for sure, I will I will continue also telling the story in 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 different platforms if you can help someone. But also thinking of of the next the next year, the next coming things on on Change Me podcast, uh, we bring the the stories of change, more of these stories of change, but also talking to other people who who have other perspectives of 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 this story. Uh, maybe story of mine, story of other uh, like people who have stories of change to, to share with the world. I will, I will, I will be keeping up uh, with um, my listeners, my followers on what's coming next. Uh, earlier next year, I will communicate uh, this what's coming to, to Change Me Podcast. Thank you so much. And I hope you had a good time with your family during Christmas time. And I wish you a very happy, happy new year a very happy 2024 i wish you love i wish you respect i wish you growth and opportunities in this year 2024 ciao ciao